Joining me now to bring us up to speed on the world of movies and TV is Craig Siliphant, our pop culture critic and editor of thefeedbacksociety.com. And Craig, did I hear Disney is removing some titles from Disney Plus, its streaming service? That is true. So uh, it was announced a little while back that Disney would take another look at how their streaming model works, and apparently content removal is a part of that. Uh, It's not obviously abnormal for streaming services to add or remove content, uh, pretty much the norm. But when you look at something like Netflix, the reason that usually happens is that the license they have to stream any given piece of content ends after a certain amount of time. So when that license expires, they no longer have the right to host that content. But the same principle doesn't apply to Disney Plus usually uh, because they're streaming films and shows from Disney libraries as well as Fox, which they now have full control over. So, uh, you know, they can remove content. Uh, in order to make certain changes and then write off certain content for tax purposes and stuff, as we saw with the Batgirl movie on HBO Max there. Yeah, uh, the finished movie that they never released. Yeah, exactly. So it just becomes more financially sensible for them to just write it off and have it never see the light of day than to actually release it. Uh, And so Disney Plus has sort of done some of this. I I don't know how much of it is tied into that uh, that write-off idea, but they've removed a bunch of titles. I don't really need to list them here. Let's just say that not a not a lot of them were major hits, and some of them were pretty big critical flops. But uh, you know they were largely uh, made by Disney Plus and haven't received any sort of physical release. So the scary part of this for people is you think when you buy that you know uh, streaming license that like that you know you can watch those movies forever they're up there you're paying for it now so i still collect physical media which is kind of weird in this day and age but that's one of the reasons why and we're going to see more of this trend not just with disney but with some of the other companies too uh taking stuff off and putting it in the vault so to speak uh because the model for everything was like just throw as much money at it as you can create content and then netflix obviously sort of won that war but now shareholders are going like okay now we need to make some money so a lot of this stuff uh, you know, say Netflix, for example, or whoever, they've got a show they made. It's not necessarily doing that well on the platform. They can potentially license it out to somebody else to air or to other countries or to whatever. So it's really interesting watching sort of streaming services and the business model and the dynamics of it evolve over kind of in real time as we're all subscribing to a number of these. Uh, Craig Siliphant, our pop culture critic, is with us. And speaking of physical media, which you still collect, Blockbuster kind of came out of the came out of the crypt this week. Uh, what what happened with Blockbuster, Craig? So uh, Netflix, as I was sort of mentioning, is hoping to generate a bunch of new customers, uh, new revenue, and implementing a plan that I'm sure we've all heard of right now that would make it harder to share the company's passwords across multiple households. So you know the days of freeloading off your uncle's Netflix account are almost <laughs> over. Uh, you know you have to live in the same household. So now there was a big whew, backlash to that one, and you know people were basically well, yeah, saying. Who uses their own Netflix password? Let's be real. (laughs) People were saying, if I ever get this email, I'm canceling my subscription immediately. So it hasn't been Netflix's most popular uh, business decision. But Blockbuster Video, the former, where I used to work, actually, the former uh, home video giant that now exists as one lone outlet in Bend, Oregon, tweeted uh, this week, quote, a friendly reminder that when you used to rent videos from us, we didn't care who you shared it with as long as you returned it on time. So (laughs) I think that uh, made a few people laugh, ironically. Ironically, it was sort of essentially Netflix, that model at least, that kind of put Blockbuster out of business. But I don't know. I seem to recall a lot of giant FBI warnings at the start of a lot of physical <laughs> media that telling me specifically not to share it with people who, that I might want to. That's, but, only for uh, mo- that's only for renting out a theater and charging them to see it. Ah, you, you could I lend see. it to your own <laughs> if you want. So I could hold a screening. I just
just can't charge just for can't it. Can't charge for it. That's correct. <laughs> All right. Speaking of movies, uh, another huge franchise is getting what what's got to be another huge installment. John Wick coming back for a fifth movie. Yeah, so it's funny because I think we talked about this like a month or two ago even and it was after the number four came out and they were like, well, there's no plans right now. We're going to, we may do it years in the future. We'll see. But uh, last week, a, uh, well, I should say the saga itself reached an impressive milestone last week, a billion dollars uh, worldwide box office across all four films. So not too shabby uh, based on, you know, nothing but Keanu Reeves' love of stunt work and dogs. Well, it's better than his acting in a lot of cases, yeah, let's true. be honest. It's true. So if you've seen Chapter 4, I, I don't want to give anything away here, but the ending kind of like, conceivably that could have been the end of the franchise there. Uh, but they are now basically saying that uh, number five is in pre-production. Uh, there's also obviously multiple spin-offs that, that we did already know about in video games, across television and stuff like that in video games. Uh, but they're, they're building the world out, and when that fifth movie comes, it's going to be sort of grown out of how they're telling those stories, uh, says Joe Drake, the, the company that develops John Wick. Keeping you in the know throughout your day, this is Saskatchewan Afternoon.